welcome you back to Local News Live. We're now going to get to you to one of our latest interviews with the organization Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids. They're currently, excuse me, they're currently calling on more action to be taken on the part of the FDA to remove synthetic tobacco products from the shelves of stores. These can be jewel products. They can come in flavors that the organization says attracts kids and now gets them addicted to nicotine. We're now going to take you directly to that interview with that organization now. When it comes to the subject of unauthorized nicotine products on the shelf, synthetic nicotine. When it comes to the subject of unauthorized nicotine products on the shelf, synthetic nicotine products at that, there is a fight currently underway to call on the FDA to do more action, to take more action for young people across America who might not even know what they're buying when they see products like these on the shelves. And one of the people, one of the organizations spearheading this effort, uh, joining with me right now is the Campaign for Tobacco free kids right now and joining with me right now is the president of the campaign for tobacco free kids matthew myers uh, mr myers thank you so much for joining us today thanks for having us on today now, but as we get in, let's go ahead and get to this. Just a couple days ago on the 13th was a pretty big deadline for the FDA to take more action about products like these being on the shelves. What can you tell us about that? A new law passed in March required that any product not authorized, not approved by FDA by July 13th, they contain synthetic. Come off the market. It was a critical deadline because much of the growth of youth e-cigarette use over the last two years has been caused by flavored, disposable, synthetic nicotine products. Our concern is that unless FDA acts to enforce the law, our kids are going to continue to become addicted. And just to give a context to everyone currently watching this, what can you tell us about what synthetic nicotine kids excuse me, what synthetic nicotine is and the health threats that it poses to kids. Synthetic nicotine is a substitute from nicotine derived from tobacco, but it is no less addictive and it is no less harmful. And our concern is that kids are using flavored synthetic nicotine products. They're called disposables and they come in all sorts of flavors that appeal to kids without realizing that these products are not safe, that they're highly addictive. And if those kids become addicted, it increases the risk of long-term tobacco use. And uh, just so people can have a better idea of what they're looking at on the shelves, what are some of the most popular synthetic nicotine products and what should parents be watching out for? It's a great question, but it's a hard question to answer. These products almost exclusively are made in China. They come in all sorts of different brand names, often frequently changing and with no quality control. And they come in flavors from banana and strawberry and peach and every other flavor that you can imagine. Parents need to understand that these products contain extraordinarily high levels of nicotine, that often kids are addicted before they even realize the product has nicotine in them. So that the benign packaging the sweet flavors 
are a come on, but parents need to warn their children. These products are not safe. They're highly addictive and no federal agency has authorized their sale. So what are the next steps for the FDA regarding synthetic nicotine? Well, unfortunately, FDA did not take the action that Congress anticipated this week. It did not order all of these products off of the market. What parents need to do is demand that the FDA do its job so that when your kids go into the local gas station or convenience store, they're not confronted with a highly flavored disposable nicotine product that will addict them. And the FDA did make headlines recently for its plans to restrict nicotine levels. And not only that, well, restrict the nicotine levels specifically in tobacco products, but as well as issuing an administrative stay on the order it issued last month for Juul, specifically calling on Juul to pull its e-cigs from the market. Now, what's the latest there? It's been a very busy time. Um, first, the FDA announced that it was going to ban the continued sale of Juul um, e-cigarettes. No company's products did more to fuel the youth e-cigarette epidemic than Juul. But within five days, FDA backed off and said it needed to study this issue more. Well, if the FDA has been studying this issue for two years, it's time for them to act. Juul is more responsible for more kids starting to become addicted to nicotine than any other single product over the last two years. We are also at a critical time. If FDA bans the sale of Juul, if it bans the sale of other flavored e-cigarettes, and it follows through on the promise to ban the sale of menthol cigarettes, which are used by over almost half of the kids who smoke cigarettes, we can make an enormous step forward. But if FDA fails to follow through, then every single day our kids will remain in jeopardy. And oftentimes when it comes to habits like these and a lot of younger people, especially if they're still living with their parents at home, you know, under the same roof as their parents, uh, some, a lot of times they'll try to conceal this habit from their parents. Their parents might not even know about it. Uh, what advice would you give to parents just to start conversations about products like these to just to help their children make better decisions? Well, one of the reasons e-cigarettes have become so popular among kids is they don't give off the telltale signs that parents can smell. So parents sometimes have a very hard time knowing that their children are using these products. We need to emphasize, parents need to sit down with their kids, not lecture them, but provide them the honest, objective science that these products are not safe, even if they are less hazardous than cigarettes, that they're highly addictive, and that once you start, you may not be able to stop. And we all know when it comes to starting those conversations of the first step can sometimes be the hardest. You know, as part of the campaign for tobacco-free kids, uh, where can parents go to find out more about your organization so they can be better armed and equipped to begin that first step of conversation? Well, let me encourage parents to go to our website, www.tobaccofreekids.org. And on the very front of that website, we have a whole section to talk to parents about how best to talk to your children. And we have a lot of information that kids can use so that they fully and adequately understand the issue. They can also go to websites by prominent organizations like the Truth Initiative, which has a superb section to describe the science. 
and the Centers for Disease Control Office on Smoking and Health also has information available. Once again, the president of the campaign for tobacco-free kids, Matthew Myers, joining us to talk about this issue. I'm sure this won't be the last time we reach out to you as more will proceed on these issues. But once again, Mr. Myers, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us on. This is a very important issue for parents, for kids, and for all of us.